0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 77 of You Heard It Here Second.
1: New episodes are released every week on DerekandSteve.com and on iTunes as well.
0: So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. And she states whack. That's, yeah, that's that's all I got. Derek and Steve present...
1: If it was about safety... McGregor versus Mayweather—they should have stopped it before the fight. Give him soccer boppers <laughs> and throw him in like a bouncy castle. Yeah. If you care about safety. Yeah. To, Bran, to the point about Bran—the most useless piece of garbage <laughs> yeah. on the show—and they need to find a way to weaponize him. Like Sam walks in and says, "Oh, I know something. Can you see that?" And, he, and Bran's like, like, "Oh, let me oh check. sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah."
0: You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 77 of You Heard It Here Second. Happy Labor Day weekend. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, how was your long weekend?
1: The long weekend was good. However, it's over now. This is the last item for the weekend is the the podcast. So it's sad sad that it's over, but uh, just happy it happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You can't be sad that it's over. You've got to be happy that it happened.
1: That's exactly what I just said, and that's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So uh, episode 77 is here. Um, we're definitely compensating for the lack of sports last week in the episode because we have a lot of sports in this episode. Uh, that's definitely um, sarcasm, too, we <laughs>
1: crushed sports last weekend. Yeah,
0: so um, so that's, that's what we got. Uh, Game of Thrones is over, uh, so no more Game of Thrones. Rest but, in peace. Um, but we do have quite a bit of sports today, uh, and that's mostly it. So uh, we'll start with the BC update. We'll sort of call that the first half because it's a big chunk of stuff. Um, with BC football having just played their first game, we'll talk at yep. length about that a little bit, um, and then the second half we have sports, uh, the rest of sports, which includes a few other college football topics, uh, and then some NFL topics. So a lot of football today, but it's the first week of football, so that, that's kind of to be expected. Gotta do it. So gotta do it. Let's kick it off the BC update. Um, Boston College Friday night, as we had hyped up in our previous podcast, uh, playing their season opening game against uh, Northern Illinois on the road. Friday night matchup. Uh, BC wins 23-20. to 20, Huge. Uh, closer game than, than probably people hoped, but it was about the spread. The spread was three and a half points for BC. Um, so BC, you know, certainly had their share of headaches in this game. Um,
1: the, this is a weird mix of there's so many good things to talk about, yet we didn't win... Conf, like I wasn't confident about the win.
0: Yeah, we didn't win convincingly, and it was not easy, and there was a lot of bad spots. But there were a lo- there were more good spots than we've been able to talk about from BC in a while.
1: Yes, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Just relative to past yeah well performances, like yeah. I can actually say, wow, it, it's, we barely won, but I am happy with the direction. It's that the it's
0: things at. that are positive that are more encouraging than the things that are normally positive in BC wins. You know, BC wins usually mean you know, we, we might've run the ball for like 150, 200 yards. And like really pounded it down their throats. You know, the last time we faced Northern Illinois, that's what happened. John Hillman had a huge game. We won like 21 to 17 or like, it, it was like a, it was a similar win. I think the last time we beat Northern Illinois a couple of years ago, but it was like a ground and pound game, like good defense, good running game. That's the stuff we're always seeing from BC. And this was different. This was a much different BC team. Yeah. Um. So we'll start with their pace of play. Um. BC, in the, bowl, in the bowl win last year against Maryland, they said that they were going to be upping their tempo. It was one of the new focuses of the offense was to run more of a high-tempo offense. And what do you know? In this game, they come out, and they run like 40-something plays in the first half, and they, they continue that and end up with 90-something plays. I say you have it here. I don't think we have the exact number. It's So
1: ninety. So what was the number? Like Oregon or, or something? Baylor. Baylor, who's a, a high-powered... Um, High, no tempo. Huddle, high yeah. tempo, no huddle offense,
0: ran averages
1: eight, around what? 88
0: plays a game was their average last season, and that led FBS. Number one in FBS football was 88 plays per game. Now, obviously, that's over the whole season, but in BC's first game, they ran 90-something plays higher than the average per game of the number one pace-of-play team last year, which is yeah. Baylor, which, which was 88 is plays.
1: such a... 180 from the D yeah. C teams we're we're known we're known for like yeah. we're typically a good offensive line big strong running back yep. pound it and every once in a while I'll throw a couple balls to yeah small that's what white, we've seen for seven years yeah. we've
0: seen that for the last seven now years.
1: Anthony Brown our freshman quarterback who looked very good and very poised comes out and throws 42 passes
0: the most in the Steve Adazio era for a quarterback 42, 42 passes, passes
1: for a for a Redshirt freshman. Red shirt freshman. In his first game in college football. His
0: first college football game. Forty two passes. And, and, That's a and lot. again, I can't emphasize this enough. That is the most quarterback those are the most pass attempts in a game uh, in the Steve Adazio era. Actually, I think sorry, I, I might have misquoted that. There was I think they said there was one game that somebody had a higher number and it was like John Fadul. Remember that game that John yeah. Fadul started? He Fidule. threw he threw like forty seven passes in that game. But Fidule threat. But that was a yeah. <laughs> But that was an absurd game. It was not a good 47 pass attempts. That was like a, you have no choice but to keep throwing the ball pass attempts. Yeah. So, you know, essentially, the highest in a competitive game, the highest passing total or passing attempt total in the in the Dazio era. And it's with a freshman who we always see Adazio pull the reins back on inexperienced players. Yeah. And finally, he lets this freshman go.
1: Which is wild. I mean, I don't know what, this, what shift happened in whether it's the gameplay or Adazio's mental capacity, but... Something was working, and he started to do it more often. Yeah,
0: or it could be – okay, so A, it could be that his job could be on the line. We know that. True. Um, but his job was on the line in theory last year, and, and he didn't show this type of aggression. Maybe he's talked with Martin Jarman, who might have given his thoughts because we've said this before. Jarman's a football guy. I yeah. mean, Jarman knows football, not unlike Brad Bates, who was our And he knows AD. exciting football. And he knows exciting football. And um, what we saw in this game – now, now uh, I'm not going to uh, – I'm not going to – mistake this for unilateral praise for Steve Adazio because I think he made mistakes in this game too. Yes. But at the end of the first half, Boston College used all three timeouts on defense. <laughs> Huge. Bang, bang, bang. Three stops, three timeouts, got the ball back, and scored a touchdown before yeah. in a two-minute drill before the half. We have never seen them do that. No. I cannot cite one time that we saw them use all three timeouts to get the ball back. Like You punt it away. You pin them deep. There's less than two minutes left. You're going to the locker room in the in the Steve Adazio era. That's what you've done, and that's what you've always done. So it was thrilling to see them do what you do when you're playing Madden, or do what you root for your team to do in the NFL. Yeah, is to use your timeouts. Don't put keep them, keep them in your pocket. Use them. Get the ball back and be aggressive and try to score. And it ended up being huge. If they don't get that touchdown before half, they probably lose the game.
1: Yeah, and and beyond just Anthony Brown being able to handle that, which is pretty wild. Like. He's a yeah. redshirt freshman, first game, first college game of his career, two-minute drill, per- perfectly, yeah. ran it perfectly. Yeah. We also have um, some, I don't want say good because it's the only one game, but promising yes. young wide receivers. Yes, um, Kobe White is a freshman along by with – By far
0: the most impressive. By far
1: the most impressive. And uh, Anthony Brown and Kobe White get to play together – for however many years they're both at yeah. BC and develop a chemistry, this is the first time I'm, I'm excited about two young freshman skilled players.
0: I also found out that they have been, they roomed together during their redshirt year. That's awesome. So, so That's like, they, even they've, better they've news. been, they've been developing chemistry. They've been working out with each other, I'm sure, like practicing as redshirts together all of last year. Um, so that, you know, they have a good connection. You can see it already on the field. He's, he's, he went to Kobe White on these fourth downs, on these, on these critical passes that they had to make. He went to the freshman Kobe White. That's exciting. Um, A.J. Dillon, freshman running back, only had about five carries, I think, but he looked good, ran ran hard on those carries. Should be a good compliment to John Hillman, who didn't have a great game um, but had some flashes. He, he had he had a few good runs, but overall still was held to like three yards a carry or something like that. So,
1: yeah. so beyond the good, we did only win because they missed a last-second right. field goal. Right, right. Right. And I don't know how it got to that point, so but it felt the, like we were playing it was better. Than... Georgia
0: Tech reincarnated here. I mean, BC had had them in a third and it was either a third or fourth in like 15. Oh,
1: Georgia Tech from last year. Yes. Oh yeah. That fourth yes. down. I, oh. I
0: mean, this was the same thing you started about to happen with NIU. They, 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 they had all day to throw or not all day, but they, they had a little bit of time to throw and then got pressured and he just got it off and somehow got it, got it off downfield to extend the drive. So you had a, a near heartbreak, although it would have only tied the game and, you know, I, I think I would have liked BC's chances in overtime, but still, they they kind of had their offense had died out a little bit um, prior to that game-winning field goal drive. Um, speaking of which, another positive was the field goal kicking. Um, yes, three field goals that were not chip shots. Um, we
1: finally have a de- – Well, I don't want to say we finally have but
0: yeah this
1: game we had a decent game yeah
0: we, this kid was on the team last year missing field goals <laughs> yeah. so um but but as of right now he's you know y- you have to assume that the kicking issues have always been in these kid's heads yeah. so it's obviously a great sign that he's making them in, in the season opener um so yeah i mean i'm not sure what else the, so the biggest story obviously is Anthony Brown who just threw a bad interception you know in the on his and then sec- came second back, drive of the game and sat down picked up it.
1: picked up the phone Went over his mistakes. Doesn't like. Yep. He's not like a rah rah guy. He's no. on the sideline, quiet. He goes alone. right to the back. Yeah.
0: Sits down on the bench, grabs the phone.
1: Very serious, which I like. Yeah,
0: which exa- is I very much like. Yeah. Um. He's also swaggy too. Yeah. He's I swaggy. mean, he's got he's got good hair. He makes sure that helmet's off so you can see his hair. Um. <laughs> good hair and is key so, nowadays. And, uh, and, and we're. We're, we're working on the repertoire of nicknames if he becomes good because we, this is what we do with every BC player who could potentially become good. We prepare the nicknames. That's how we had Tyler the Blur Murphy or Stop or blurfy, um stockpiled. So we got Touchdown Tony. You know, we got we got a few options here. Tony TD. Uh, Tony TD. Um, TB TD. TB thirteen. Um, so TB thirteen. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of. I don't choices. mind TB
1: thirteen because it's like TV thirteen.
0: Yeah. Oh, true. True. Yeah. 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 So, uh, um, so there are choices here. Um, but uh, by the way, TB would be changing Anthony to Tony. But you also have AB, the basic AB, because Antonio Brown in the NFL goes by AB. So a lot of choices for Anthony Brown. But um, maybe ABB. we'll maybe we'll wait for him to win another game instead of yeah. uh, anointing him the Heisman <laughs> okay. winner. Uh,
1: well, um, Adazio uh, 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 um, beyond just the playing, Adazio comes out a couple of days later and says uh, the ultimate Adazio quote. <laughs> um, the best thing about being 1 and 0 is that you have the opportunity to be 2 and 0. Which is true. It's yes. a fact.
0: Oh yeah, 100% fact.
1: Uh very in in classic Adazio fashion, he doesn't he tries like these rah-rah quotes and they just <laughs> totally land flat.
0: But yep. as long as they're not landing flat in the locker room, I don't care.
1: Exactly. So we do have the chance to get uh to become 2 and 0. Um next week we play Wake Forest at home. Yep. Uh big ACC matchup. Not that Wake is is a good team. They're very middle of the but road. But it's important
0: every year. for BC to open the ACC schedule with a win. This team has been a lot a laughingstock of the ACC at times. Wake um, is our
1: beatable ACC opponent. Yeah. And if if we can finally get over the the hump of like actually beating them every year, that's where we need to. Be. You need
0: to start there. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. And it would be really nice to see them beat them handily. Now, now, I don't I don't want to treat this as like, I know that wake is terrible. I don't know anything about wake besides that. They're not supposed to be that good, <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, they, they're, they're still an ACC team just like us. They could have new guys like that. We have that, that they're excited about. So like, we don't know anything about wake forest, but um, it's a team that you should be at this stage. Yep. If, if you're hoping to make strides in the ACC. So um, big game, big first tailgate for us um, as, as we get started. So um so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. That's next Saturday at 1 o'clock kickoff um, for that one. So That is a big,
1: go. big opening tailgate for us. Yes, it is. Can't wait.
0: So, uh, that brings us into number two, which is sports.
1: The Monster Jam.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love that. So, Monster Jam is bringing us into sports, which we'll start it with uh, the college football um, pickup, which is still uh, sticking on that. Um, topic, which is the main one, FSU-Bama.
1: Yeah, so this game was huge. It was hyped up for weeks, maybe months beforehand. Um, Turns out to be not the barn burner everyone was hoping. Went about as bad as it possibly could for Florida State, which, I mean, it's not a blowout loss, but in terms of, I mean, you lost your starting quarterback. He's out for the season. He has to get surgery. DeAndre Francois is no longer with um, Florida State as the starting quarterback. So, that's as bad as it can go. Everyone's saying, "Oh, the only thing Florida State needs to not happen is to get blown out." Yeah, they don't get blown out, but they lose pretty yeah. handily and lose their starting quarterback. Yeah. All I don't want to say all, but eliminating them from, from national from, title from hopes, the national title hopes, but. I think it it's going to be very, very. It'll difficult. be
0: real tough to for them to with a true freshman to even get back into the playoff. Because I mean, now you have to you have to run the table. I mean, to get back into – in all likelihood, you got to run the table the rest of the way to get into the playoff. I mean, maybe they could get in with two losses. Depends on who that second loss came against. But like, I mean, if it's against Clemson, for example, are you getting in? Like, if Clemson's now going to be in the ACC championship game over you, for yeah. for instance, so. They got they got some hurdles. Yeah, for sure.
1: and and Bama didn't look amazing. It's just a matter of they executed on special no, teams. Bama's is,
0: special teams and defense was and defense, was yeah. it, was very very good. Their offense didn't look in, incredible to me. Jalen Hurts is obviously a, still a really good runner, but their passing game left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they didn't throw the ball particularly well. Um, but again, like it does, you know, you you kind of watch these games and you get you almost get annoyed by by Saban because it's like you saw he's got his starting running back playing special teams and he goes out in there and he blocks a punt and you're like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) like we're not going to put our starting running back on the punt team. Like, why would you do that? But he goes and does it and it's paying off big time. So it's like, it's just, it's things like that. that That's I guess you have to tip your cap to them, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it kind of lends itself to, it almost makes you not be able to just write off special team stuff as fluky when it's their starting running back who's out there doing it. It's like, okay, well, yeah. they actually are putting their best players on the special well, it teams Well, team. it
1: was obvious that special teams was the difference maker. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so most of the time, it's a second thought. At it, this game, it was literally it was, the reason yeah, that, that FSU
0: lost. Yeah, 100%. Um,
1: that being said, FSU is going to move forward with true freshman quarterback James Blackman, a whopping 6'5", 185 pounds. <laughs> that is the skinniest – guy i've Lankiest ever heard QB. play football
0: college football college quarterback. football quarterback i mean like wide receiver for starting maybe. for fsu yeah
1: 185 is skinny yeah
0: yeah i mean the only thing i could see would be a super lanky wide receiver could be six five well not
1: th- well so you're gonna watch you're gonna go out there yeah and fsu is gonna start a string bean at quarterback yeah and it's gonna be hilarious yeah. i mean
0: i i'm assuming he's
1: good they made Three or four references to him being a three-star quarterback, not a four-star quarterback yeah. out of high school. I, mean, I don't give any credence to that. Um, but if he, w-
0: if he won the backup quarterback job, then he's he's a four-star, five-star quarterback yeah. to to me. And so, um, so
1: that's how Florida State's moving forward. Bama's in in good shape. They've kicked the tires. They've they've come out on top. So, yep. Um, that's it for uh, FSU Bama yeah. at least.
0: Yeah. So. Bama remains number one, the team to beat. Uh, I would expect them to be almost a lock to make the playoff at this point if they're if they're handling F- yeah. FSU that handily. So, um,
1: so the but, only other yeah. big ranked matchup uh, this past weekend was Michigan UF. Also, didn't turn out to be as uh, exciting as expected. Michigan beats UF pretty handily, even throwing back to back pick sixes. Yeah. Um, and Michigan didn't look that great. UF obviously had about. Six 750 yeah. students expelled <laughs> and couldn't play. Couldn't literally fly with the team, so they, they might have just flown like a, a yeah. four-seater plane. Um, but UF gets beat pretty handily. Uh, Michigan wins. Everyone else in the top ten has a pretty easy time. Only one team kind of struggled, and that was Louisville.
0: Yeah, um, but they, they, ended, up they
1: ended up winning. And, and yeah. everything's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, USC struggled a um, little, little bit too. Yep, USC struggled a little bit. Are they in the but top I ten? I don't remember maybe. where they are. But, um, they ended up uh, I mean, they have a lot of hype around them. Um, but yeah, the USC, Darnold,
1: that Darnold, Darnold Darnold had two
0: picks. He didn't have a particularly great game, but, um, regardless, they end up escaping, uh, with a win there. Yeah. USC is number four actually. So, um, they, they did cut it close a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're able to sneak by with the win. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much what happened in college football. Um, any other thoughts you want to?
1: Uh, no, I mean, it. college football is awesome. We're finally back. Yeah. I like that the – we talked about this last time, but I like that the um, playoff system allows for big games at the beginning of the season.
0: Yeah, agreed. So Agreed. And, and, and teams are starting to go to it more because it does make sense logistically. Like, at the end of the season, where, where you used to put all your tough games, at the end of the season, now you're in the playoff ranking. And if you lose that game – They're dropping you out of the playoff ranking, you know. Whereas FSU gets this Bama game out of the way. I'm just using FSU as an an example. I know we said now the road's a lot tougher with a backup QB, but like you forget about that for a second. And FSU gets this game out of the way against Bama. They run the table. They run the 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 table. Win the ACC, and at the end of the season, they everyone's like, yeah, they lost to Bama. That was in week one. You know who cares. They're not thinking about that. Whereas, if you're actually flipping this, and they lose to Bama two weeks before the committee is going to decide who's going to play, if that game happens, yep. and FSU scores seven points against Bama, it, it weighs on their minds a lot, and it puts them at best maybe getting into number four spot because they just saw that Bama handled them. You know, yep. so it's like getting these games in early is exciting for the fans, and it also makes it easier for you as a as a as a top tier team to be able to have the best resume possible going into the playoffs. So. Yeah. Um, I
1: think it's good good news expect, for everybody: the fans, yeah. the teams,
0: players, yeah, for sure, coaches, so, mascots, everyone, yeah, fans, Water cheerleaders, boys, yeah, cheerleaders. all of them. So, <laughs> referees, they all love them. So, um, that's that. Uh, College football done. Move on to the NFL. Move on to the NFL, cool, Derek. Right. So we got week one matchups. Uh, we don't have a ton to talk about with the NFL because obviously it hasn't started yet. People are starting to do their fantasy drafts and everything. Most people have probably already drafted. Maybe still some upcoming. We didn't in the next do couple a days. fantasy
1: preview this year.
0: No, we didn't. We didn't. That's do, you fine. Any, do you have any? I don't. Off the top I the nothing <laughs> about fantasy football this year. Well, my drafts are all done, so I. Um, the only thing I can I won't go into any de- details, but my strategy this year at a very high level. I mean, you can you can ask me if you wanted me to explain my. strategy I don't strategy want you to more, explain your strategy more. But the. I like the middle tier running backs better than the middle tier receivers this year. So I was waiting on running backs, which usually you don't do. Usually you got to grab the running backs because
1: just go out and get There them. are few,
0: just grab them. There are not that many elite running backs, you know. But I love the middle tier guys like Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt on the Chiefs. Um, Marshawn Lynch is kind of considered a middle tier guy this year because he's he was retired and now he's back. I really like the guys that you get in the middle, like third, fourth, fifth round. Um, so you're taking so, them so higher, I'm, so I'm going receivers. What I mean, I'm gotcha. going receivers first two rounds, and then I'm going running backs after that. So, that was my strategy. Guys like Julio, Julio Jones, Mark Cooper, Brandon Cooks, like those are the type of guys that I was drafting. So, uh, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, we'll see, and we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we we'll see. will, we will see. You never know who who's going to get the ball for the Patriots. You know, Cooks is pretty safe to to be a, to get production, but guys like Mike Gillisley, the running back they got. He could get cut tomorrow. I like yeah. he, he could. I, I have no like. You obviously don't think so, but anything could happen with the Patriots um, yeah. and their roster personnel. So. so
1: the Patriots play the Chiefs Thursday night football season yeah. opener. Very good week one matchup. The yeah. Chiefs usually have a very good defense, and you as you mentioned, Alex Smith is pretty safe. Yep. Um, he he runs an efficient offense, and the Chiefs typically are a playoff contender right. every year. They're, yeah. Um, so that being said. Brady's had some issues losing players. Um, Julian Edelman's out. The uh, cornerback is out. What's his name? Cyrus Jones. Cyrus Jones yeah. is out. Uh, they just traded Jacoby Brissett for a new receiver. Yeah, so Phillip there's some. Dorsett. There's some um, fluctuation with mm-hmm. who will be passing to. Yeah. Brandon Cook is obviously new this year. So this will be a very exciting game for the Patriots. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't see them losing to the Chiefs. But the Chiefs are, are not an easy.
0: First round, first game matchup. The Chiefs have a good defense. They're always a team that... I mean, they're a team that pretty much always will play the Patriots well, I think. I mean, because Alex Smith protects the football, um, and the Chiefs play good defense. Now, I don't think I trust Andy Reid to pull out wins, like, in these type of games, because Andy Reid, I just think, is a very middling coach. Like, he's he's one of those guys that just keeps his job because he's... the
1: Patriots do a good job of making you beat yourself. Yeah. And just not making mistakes. Yeah. The Chiefs also do that. Right. To a a worse degree. Exactly. So, it's... It's certainly a, a winnable game for the Chiefs, but yeah. I think the Patriots are still yeah. just too high powered.
0: Yeah, and, and there's certainly a lot of um, turnover and question, you know, in this in the Patriots' offense. I mean, the running backs have cycled out. You know, pretty. I mean, they still have a couple of the guys from last year, but the the focal point guys like Legarrette Blunt's gone, and you bring in Mike Gillisley from Buffalo and Rex Burkhead. Uh, from Cincinnati, who are like the new yeah. Patriot guys that are going to come, come from another team and be crappy and then get to the Patriots and be, be productive. Amazing, yeah. And so you don't know who's going to actually step up and start getting those plays. As far as Philip Dorsett, the guy that just traded for, normally a Patriots receiver would never be suiting up for the team four days after getting to the team. He's got to learn the playbook and everything. But I believe that they got Philip Dorsett partially as a punt return man because hmm. Edelman was their punt returner, yep. as we know, and Cyrus Jones was the next punt returner. Um, and they've both got torn ACLs now. So uh, they were in pretty dire need of somebody to return punts. Was
1: Julian Edelman on the cover of Madden?
0: No, I don't know. He wasn't. Tom Brady's on the cover Tom of Brady's on the cover yeah, of Madden. Yeah, so it's related potentially. Yeah. Um, the Madden curse could be at work here in some way because all of the players from the Patriots are tearing their ACL. Um, <laughs> what if, the,
1: like, <laughs> people just kept tearing – like, punt returners kept tearing their ACLs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, every, everyone who stepped in at punt returner? Yeah. The punt return curse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I tend to be with you. I think that the Patriots are gonna are gonna win this game on Thursday, but I think the Chiefs are are certainly a team that you can't write off. If, if you're doing one of those pools where you have to pick a lock every week, you're not using your Pat's pick on this nope. on this week,
1: absolutely not, because
0: this is one of the teams on the Pat's schedule that I think gives them gives them a run for their money. There are a lot of teams in the AFC, especially the Patriots play that are not competitive. <laughs> um, the the Chiefs aren't one of them. The Chiefs are going to give them a competitive game, I think. So yeah. Um, so that that'll, that's the season opener on, on Thursday night. Um the the anticipated return of Roger Goodell to Gillette Stadium um after the Deflay Gate saga. Yeah, I feel like um, that's did, over now. So I mean he's already it had is to shake over. his it hand. It is over, and, yeah. but have you seen uh El Prez? You know El Prez, obviously. I do know El Prez. Have you have you seen El Prez's uh shirts with the you've probably seen them those like clown, the clown and, shirts yeah, yeah, yeah. with the Goodell with the clown nose and everything? Sure, yes. So he printed he literally printed seventy thousand towels, like like the terrible towel size things, he printed seventy thousand light blue towels with the Goodell clown thing on them, wow. and he is giving them out at the entrance of Gillette Stadium. Why? Because he, because I have no idea why. Because yeah. he's ridiculous. I mean, like
1: that, that get a new it's, stick. It's like, that's over. It's yeah. it, this is three you guys, years old. Yeah, you guys <laughs> won that battle.
0: But he will not. Yeah. He just this is the, this is his final thing. I I, I assume it's his final thing because this is well, oh, like nobody would say they would show Goodell on the board and people would boo, it and that would be you know it. what it's like,
1: like. And I don't want to. To really disparage Barstool because I like those guys, yeah. but it's like Trump talking about Hillary still.
0: Yeah, it's, like dude, yeah. you're
1: done. Like, yeah. it's over.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, how about you? Like,
0: yeah, think it's, about
1: talk about something else. It's
0: true, and most and the thing is, El Prez is by himself on this. Yeah. <laughs> but, like the other guys at Barstool are likely making fun of him for still talking about it, and everybody who reads Barstool is commenting like, dude, like shut up, like <laughs> this, is, this is over. Yeah. But I do think it's hilarious that he printed seventy thousand towels. I mean, um, it's
1: it's something he would do. Like.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be going on Thursday night.
1: So moving along to what everyone actually cares about, <laughs> Bucks Dolphins Sunday uh, yeah. opening opening uh, game for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They play uh, what's his guts Jay Cutler and the mighty oh, Dolphins. Geez, I yeah. forgot about that <laughs> Jay Cutler and the Dolphins in Miami. However, there is a Hurricane Irma approaching, right. so that and and supposedly supposed to hit Saturday Sunday wow. if if it doesn't change direction. So um, obviously, praying it doesn't hit Florida or anywhere near the Gulf and and Texas. But right. um, that being said, that might actually have to be moved or delayed, mm-hmm. or I don't know how they handle that. But um, that is potentially going to be rescheduled or moved. Right. Um, Bucks, big big uh, game to see Deshaun Jackson in action. Yeah. Um, all the har- all your favorite Hard Knocks players are finally going to mm-hmm. start. Um, appearing on the field rather than just in the locker room. Um, and it's been a good hard knock season. So yeah. I, I've heard, and this is not, obviously I'm biased, but from people who, who are not Bucks fans, just random people, like people we play basketball with or or random people we've we've gone golfing with, have said that this is the best hard knock season they've said in a long time. Mm-hmm. They've seen a long time. And Jameis, they love Jameis more every, and more yeah. every week. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and yeah. I think that I'm very glad that, Hard Knocks went that direction with Jameis because they easily, he's a, not a very intelligent
0: guy. They could have easily highlighted easily We talked about ju- this before. Exactly. Yeah. Easily
1: just made him look like an idiot, like he doesn't know what he's talking about. There's definitely enough clips there to make him.
0: Oh, yeah. We look saw those stupid. clips. Yeah. I mean, we like they, they, they did show it, which I like that they showed it because it's like, it is a reminder that, of like some of his struggles as a quarterback because that's really his main. QB struggle is is that intelligence factor. You know he does. He's got the arm. He's got the athleticism. He's got the competitiveness. He's got the really the football IQ when it boils down to it. But it's just these like kind of these common sense mistakes. Common sense mistakes and like the football. I guess it is still football IQ. But it's like it's one of those things where you you know that he knows it, but like he some he just kind of sometimes can't put it all together mentally. And like they did show a few scenes like that. But it, it is very good that they didn't highlight that because. It would have been a the wrong light to shed on him, given that you've seen kind of everything else they've said yeah. about him.
1: Um, so that is Sunday. The only other big games we have this weekend are Giants Cowboys, which is the Sunday night opener. Yep, um, could be great, could stink. Uh, Ezekiel
0: Elliott still up in the air, still up in the air if strange. he plays or not. Yeah,
1: um, and same with uh, Eli Manning or uh, OBJ was it was hurt and now he's I yeah. think going to just play for the opener, but. Um, Eli Manning got in trouble over the offseason for like fake signatures I'm totally or something. Right about so, that. Is yeah, that,
0: is he? Is, I don't know. I don't think he's facing possible. Suspension I don't think so either. I I, I, I
1: I Anyway, um, matchup between two uh, big market teams. Yeah. Unsure of how they're going to be this year. Giants, I think, should be better. Cowboys, Cowboys should be worse.
0: Yeah, but they were still they were really good last year. They were so. really good last year. That's um, what I'm saying. I don't yeah, think so they'll be as. good. They won't be as good, but they should. This could. This should still be two playoff teams. I think. Yeah. Um. So. So, yeah, it's, it should be a good matchup. Um, um,
1: well, another fun topic, Brock Osweiler is back in Denver. Which is laugh out loud funny. Laugh out loud funny. Denver basically shed $16 million <laughs> uh, of salary by letting him go to the Texans and then the Browns. And then getting him right back. And then they got him right back for $700,000 within a year. Yeah.
0: A, year he, and didn't a didn't half. Even, yeah. he didn't step on the field for the Browns. It was one season he spent in Houston. Now he's back. One season. Now, uh,
1: it feels like a, the, the runaround. It feels like they were all in on it.
0: No. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. Because Cleveland, I mean, no, I don't think so. Is, I, I, Oswe- I mean, does Osweiler have a chance to start in Denver? No. Uh, not right away. Not right away. I mean, he certainly could later in the year. Yeah. Um, but Trevor Simeon, they named the starter. He's definitely starting. I think that Paxton Lynch is still ahead of him on the depth chart. I mean, mm. like, I don't see how Simeon and Lynch were in a QB battle. Like they were both like we didn't know who was going to be Denver's quarterback until two weeks ago, between Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch, two young kids. I don't see how Osweiler comes in and slots ahead of Paxton Lynch if he barely lost the battle to their starter. I think I think Osweiler's their third string QB. Good, which is hilarious. Yeah, like that the Browns are paying sixteen million dollars this year for the Broncos' third string quarterback. Yes, that's ridiculous.
1: It's classic Browns. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So uh, the last piece of NFL news. Which shouldn't be news by now. This is fact. It's is a, is a. It's an accepted piece of information. You should all know this by now. But Andrew Luck sucks. Andrew Luck is not a good NFL quarterback. He's never been good. He's hurt this year. He's going to be hurt until, Derek?
0: Uh Week five or six, they week think. five maybe. or six, he, they He sing. got taken off they the PUP list, so he should be back before week seven. They should
1: put him back on the PUP list and add a, a py at the end of it. <laughs> he's not a dog. He's a puppy. He ain't no dog. Yes, that was a good one. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a well-known fact. Andrew Luck sucks. Just reminding everyone that he's still bad and probably smells.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And drooling. Yeah.
1: Just constantly drooling.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. That bad breath, too, I I would imagine. Yep. Really I mean, you can just weird. Just look at him, you can tell. Deep yeah. gargoyle voice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's it for NFL. Derek, do you have any yeah. other thoughts on the NFL?
0: I got no other thoughts on the NFL. I'm excited for it to be back. It I'm is. I'm ready. It is. Oh, wait. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Hank Williams is back. Oh, we did talk about that. Did we talk yeah, about we that? Couple, Monday Night Football is back. When, when it was announced. But um, yeah. He
1: said some racist stuff or some like anti-Obama stuff Yeah. that kind of crossed the line. ESPN cut him. Now we're back in Trump's America, so Hank Williams gets two <laughs> thumbs up, uh, and he's back on Monday Night Football. So welcome back, Hank Williams. I hate you as a person, love the Monday Night Jingle. Yeah,
0: the jingle's back. So um, that's it for sports. Any, anything else?
1: That's it. I got one pop culture All right, question. One little pop. Are culture you going to watch that. the It movie? You know, maybe ever.
0: Maybe I might. Like if it's uh, on HBO. Like will if you? It's, if it's on. If it's. If it's available in my living room, I'll probably watch it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I heard it was good. The It movie. Yeah. Where'd you hear that? I I don't remember. What is it's Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know, but it's, it's such a bad,
1: scary movie concept that, and it's a remake. Like, I just can't get behind it. I know, I know, Literally. I know. Um, like clowns. And now there's the, right after all the people were actually dressing up as clowns a couple years ago. Yeah.
0: It's, it's just so many, like, uh Tomato meter is not available. Is it out yet? No. Oh, okay. That's why. So who'd you hear it was good from? Uh, I don't remember. No, oh, I, I might go. not have heard it was good. I might have <laughs> just heard that it like they, someone wanted to see it. Ninety-seven percent want to see. Oh, Rotten I don't care.
1: Ninety-seven percent of people want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that.
0: That's ninety-seven percent of people who go on Rotten Tomatoes and tell them what movies they want to see. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, Imagine that being the three percent who like hey, scroll through when and I say, got, I when "Don't." When I got movie
0: see. pass, if it's free, I just gotta swing by, go home from work, watch it.
1: You're right. If you do end up with your movie pass. And you're swinging home from work and you're like, I wanna I, I've already, watch a I've already scary seen two. I've already got my clown values movie where a clown <laughs> kills multiple children by strangling, <laughs> drowning, I don't
0: know, biting balloons, however it is. Yeah, it's it seems scary and weird, but So I don't know. I mean Just like your breath. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, couldn't think of anything better than that. <laughs> Just trying. Uh,
1: well that's scary it. And yeah. Word. Final drive. Yeah, that's,
0: I don't know. I'm gonna say maybe. All right. Yeah, sure. Final drive. You wanna go first or in a second? I'm gonna
1: go first. All right. Speaking of movies, keep it on movies. I'm keeping it on movies. Uh, Wonder Woman. I watched Wonder Woman this weekend. Um, it is not just another superhero reboot. It is a very good movie. Yeah. I highly recommend watching it. Right. Um, it's v good, very funny, entertaining, a lot of action. The I mean, I'm super happy that like the the female gender now has a a superhero lead but that woman as an actress and as a a warrior or whatever we want to call her superhero i guess is very good like she's smart she's funny she's like the fighting scenes are amazing um yeah all around very good movie i'm gonna give it 87 percent. steve nicholas avocados certified guac all right wonder wow certified guac and i'm actually very excited for a wonder woman too wow
0: all right, I'm yeah. gonna have to see it then. They they don't soon. set
1: it up for a sequel directly, but, but the doors open. The doors open. They they drop some hints that like Batman is in contact with her, mm-hmm. so the Justice League movies are coming out or whatever. But mm-hmm. she's gonna be a star, and that's gonna be a good franchise. All I right. don't know. I don't really love that they're rebooting like the Batman's, the Spider Man's, the mm-hmm. all the Avengers movies are coming out every 30 seconds. But the Wonder Woman, I'll allow it. Very good movie. All
0: right, Wonder Woman. 87 certified guac. So there you go. Uh, my final drive is going to be a Madden 18 review. I know some people may be considering it as football season comes around, maybe thinking about buying Madden. Um, so here's my quick review. There's one major new feature of Madden 18 that they kind of built everything around as their as their new thing, which was this story mode The it's called Long Shot. Um, so my quick review of that is that it was pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of cool. Like as you're going through – you got to make these decisions, right? Like you're you're at the uh, an example, you're at the combine, right? Ask yeah, me one see what I would say. All right, so you got your best friend who you grew up with. You're the quarterback and this kid's your receiver. You guys grew up together. You've done everything together. You went to Texas together. Wow. Um and and you were teammates at Texas University. Um and so now you're at the combine and
1: he and, asks you and to your
0: buddy <laughs> your buddy is lined up with the shittiest QB at the combine. Right? Yeah. And so, every time he goes through, he's running his route, and the guy's throwing it behind him. Right? And so, your buddy asks you, like, hey, like, step back and, like, like, switch places with this guy in line so you can throw to me. Like, we're boys. Yeah. You know? Do you switch places with him, or do you stay stay in your spot in line?
1: You switch places?
0: Switch places. I got a negative rating. What? I got a negative rating. Dude, your,
1: your chemistry with him is way better.
0: Got a negative rating. Why? <laughs> you, you got you got bumped down because it's – and then, like, you look at your scouting report, and it's like um, – it said something about, like – something like like, being disruptive at the combine (laughs) or something so like but that was like one little example like the thing is it doesn't those decisions are are intermingled all throughout it and it doesn't actually change the story from what I've heard I haven't gone through the story multiple times to test it but I read online like you make these decisions but ultimately the story is going to be the same but the decisions build out your profile kind of as like where you get drafted and stuff and so, um, you be, you end up getting drafted in the seventh round, like, every time. Who did like. you get drafted by? So, here's the other dumb thing, is that there's a there's a scene when you do an interview um, with, a like, a TV show. It's, it's, it's a lot to explain what the premise <laughs> is, but you an interview the TV show, and they're like, oh, what team did you root for growing up? And you, like, cycle through, and you pick the team that you rooted for growing up, and that's the team that drafts. <laughs> so, like, it's kind of dumb. Well, so, what um, does the story mode have to do with it? So, that's what I mean. Like, the story mode was cool, but it was like, there weren't a lot of... Variances, and yeah. then like you get drafted, and then and it's over. Like you got drafted, you made it. Like that's it. You don't actually play your NFL career with that team. Like the story mode ends there. You
1: don't actually continue your no, career. No,
0: you, I mean you can. Like you can go start a. You can go like. You get like his player card at that point, and then you can go like start like a franchise thing with like player mode. Like it. It doesn't seamlessly go into like your career, which is a huge downfall, I think, for me. Like well, first try. First you try. wanted to, but so anyway the. the 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 takeaway is that the story mode is very cool but it's pretty short you can tell it's the first time they've done it um but madden has never done story mode so i think that's a it's a good start for them uh moving on to the rest of it really quick the they did put a new graphic engine in this game so so the graphic engine is actually different than all previous maddens which makes for a subtle difference but it actually is a lot better as far as like player interactions like tackling like blocking cool the way the players interact is more realistic like you don't have as many times when somebody does something physically that's not realistic, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um beyond that, it's very much the same game as it was last year. So, um it's good. Besides the story mode, everything, all the changes are subtle, but that said, it's still, you know, the best football game obviously that you can get. So, if you want to buy a football video game, you're going to buy Madden. Um I recommend it. It's not groundbreaking, but certainly um a good one. If you have the previous year's Madden, I might say pulled off or at least test it out and see because if you're fine with your previous Madden game it's kind of the same thing so uh, if all you're going to do is like kind of just play one-on-one you know on the weekends and stuff so um, but if you want the other modes there it is it's a pretty good game so pretty good game that's it that's all I got that's all you got that's it for episode 77 77 in the books in the only books. a couple
1: more episodes till 100 only a few. Uh, we will see all of you there
0: yeah all you next week though first for episode 78
1: later days